We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody and bam, welcome bam. back to another episode of No Ready? Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my co-host Dan. Ready? He's playing an imaginary saxophone. For the yes. Then the first <laughs> one with the guitar. Did you hear the guitar? I heard. I heard the twang. Ready? Yeah. It's either <laughs> a guitar twang? or a cat. That was a screech, baby. That yeah. was that was full on white man air guitar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's your I'm go-to. A reg- I'm regular John Mayer, really. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> how's uh, how's it going? You, you dude, doing well? Life's good, man. Life's good. We got dude. We got jersey launches. We got new podcast reviews. We got preseason training camp going on. Mm-hmm. What is what have we been doing the past couple months? Just having a podcast talking about nothing. Wrong. Who, who knows? You mean you don't want to spend this podcast talking about the uh, explosion at the end of that? AEW wrestling match that I saw all over Twitter that was supposed to be a, the ring exploded and it looked like they just put a couple sparklers on the on the posts. Dude, supposedly people who put that together were livid, like absolutely. They used the word furious, like was they were backstage. To be more supposed to be amazing, and it was just they were just duds, dude. And I'm, I, <laughs> it was supposed to be so good. I also heard that uh, it was freaking cold at that time. Like it's an outdoor yeah. space, yeah, yeah. and. So they were kind of look. The wrestlers were kind of looking forward to the big blast to warm right. them up a little bit, but they had to lay there and sell that blast, which was just comical. Did they have to? Because that's the like. The, here's well, the thing. I so I don't I don't watch wrestling. All my wrestling mostly comes from you or seeing highlights tweeted across my timeline. Sure. And there's a producer of a podcast I like. Who it's 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 not a wrestling podcast. It's a sports show, but he's, he's a big WWE guy and he's been watching hmm. this AEW stuff. And so he started talking about it. So I went and found the clips and I was like, the hell first off, like the clips I saw, they're like throwing each other onto barbed wire tables. And I'm like, this pretty is pretty hardcore. This is not normal. And then it was supposed to end with this big explosion. And it literally looked like, you know, like those, uh, those trick candles that you put on, on cakes where you like try <laughs> to blow them out and they just keep sparking and they never so you stop. Gotta- you gotta lick your fingers yeah to put it out that, it looked like they just put some of those on like the, the what are they called the corners the pylons i don't know what they're called did you ever um, watch it's always sunny in philadelphia you ever catch any of that it's been a long time okay yeah. so mac has a project badass thing that he calls and he he gets on his bmx bike and he's like this will be 
Project Badass installment 100 or whatever. And he <laughs> lights the pyrotechnic, which is like his leather jacket is laced with like black cat firecrackers. <laughs> and, and he lights them and they sparklers start going off and he rides his bike and ramps and, you know, slams into the wall jackass yeah. style. And he would lay, he lands. And then the pyro on his jacket starts going pop, 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 pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this reminded me of. Anyways, we're talking too much about it. It's ridiculous. It's just, I, I don't know. So anyway. It was entertaining to read all that well, stuff. Yeah. But it, it could have been, it could have been sweet. <laughs> anyway, it was supposed to be really sweet. We, we got a, we got a big episode to talk about the Jersey reveal. Mostly good reviews, some mixed reviews, but we'll talk about all of, of what people's thoughts are. But first... We did get a couple of new reviews, it oh, looks like. Butts first. Let's do it. <laughs> there it is. We got a couple, man. So you want to take this first Which, one? Uh, yeah, I'll take the first one. Yes, you, yes, I you will. do it. Elena F. gave us five stars. She said, love it. I learned zero hobbies during this pandemic, but I did get really into SKC, and this podcast has been a great way to follow along with an awesome community. Dan and Jimmy are thoughtful and funny hosts, and their blend of fun facts, hot takes, and random detours is always a good time. Great show, guys, uh, but you still can't make me get a bidet. What the? Elena? Challenge accepted, my, my baby. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, if, you, if you have not yet ventured into the world of bidets, hellotushy.com slash no other 10% off a bidet, courtesy of yours truly, no other pod. Uh, well, you, why wouldn't you? You have not ventured into the world of, uh, you know, I don't even know what to call it. it I mean, you're, 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 there's a whole new world of comfort and cleanliness awaiting all of your butts. Yeah, dude. Say you had a bad weekend. Maybe you ate a crap ton of uh, jelly beans because it's Easter season. So jelly bean is the reason for the season. And maybe you woke up and you just were in, in trouble. You just knew <laughs> it. You're like, wow, this Sunday is going to be a bad day. And so maybe you have four four bathroom breaks maybe five you're just not okay <laughs> but it is okay because you have a tushy bidet man mm -hmm. and you know you know okay this could be very uncomfortable but i'm gonna have that and that's yeah. okay and it's gonna be refreshing and, you know <laughs> or maybe you're a hot sauce guy i've been getting into hot sauce lately and it's delicious mm -hmm. i for if my throat sounds a little weird today so i had a quesadilla for lunch and i was using a ghost pepper hot sauce oh and it was Who delicious it was delicious but Arriba. Let me tell you, my 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 tongue, the roof of my mouth, and my throat ever since then have oh they feel like they're God. like raw from the ghost do you, pepper. Do you ever watch that show Hot Ones on YouTube? Oh, I've seen Hot Ones, yeah. A lot of fun. I yeah. once watched like 20 episodes back to back, just hilarious. And I'm like, should we start doing the podcast as Hot Ones <laughs> contestants? Because that sounds fun. Yeah, well, see, I I this ghost pepper hot sauce that i tried it was good but it's it's mm. pushing the limits of what my throat can take right now i think i gotta work my way up to it would you do that though like how fun would that be we get like the same sauces and we have a, a chicken wing or vegan wing or cauliflower whatever sure. you want to do and we just continue the podcast as as we have 10 hot sauces we'll be dying <laughs> could be funny that we'd have to we'd have to jump into video podcast because that yeah, needs to would. be filmed we're gonna okay we'll, we'll keep that in mind for for the future that's a good it's, idea i like it's that. such a fun gimmick and i i wish i would have come up with it it's very funny anyway you know what's amazing after you eat a ghost pepper hot sauce tushy bidet is a hell of tushy bidet <laughs> so because <laughs> it's not just your throat that's feeling it after you eat a ghost pepper hot sauce oh you know guys we plugged we plugged this uh link on another podcast last week we yes did. we did because we're big time soccer show we got invited on the state the stateside soccer show yeah we're a big deal 
Yeah, and they 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 enjoyed our our bidet plugs, and yes. they want they told us to plug it, so we did. And uh, why yeah, wouldn't you? There you go. So we're Elena, best friends, and uh, they have they, have, they they're very big Disney people, so we we like that. They are. One of them said <laughs> that they can literally see the fireworks from Disney World from their balcony of their apartment. No, they said they can see the castle. Well, and the fireworks. The fireworks oh, okay. are over the castle. You could see the fireworks from the next city. I'm telling you, if you can see the castle, <laughs> you're close, man. It's it's pretty cool. So yeah. anyway, Elena, Elena, thank you so much. That's a great review. Thank you. Absolutely, and we got a uh, another review from what? Piper Chupacabra. So, uh, and I, sounds familiar. I, we've heard from Piper Chupacabra before, uh, but but this review five stars. Thank you. It says for the best soccer podcast to help us survive this stupid pandemic. So short and sweet, but we appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, I, Piper Chupacabra. And, I love uh, it. If you have not that left, name familiar, I don't know if they've they've left a review previously and they've yeah. updated it or if they've tweeted at us with the same name or what, but we've definitely communicated with them before in some way. Yeah, I love so, it. Because I remember I, I just loved the name. I was like, oh my God, is that my yeah. new gamer tag? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's cool hearing from from the fans from from all over the country, from uh, all over the world. Sometimes we've heard we've had people from Europe uh there's a guy who i know listened to us who spent some time in australia like we're you know it's pretty cool dude i so. just I, I had a meeting at work today and i our, our our manager was like let's turn on our cameras for old time's sake and i'm like crap let me go get a shirt on because i was wearing this <laughs> nasty ass white shirt so i was like i'll throw on my my uh state line soccer jersey you know yeah. and uh, a guy on my team was like i'm just admiring daniel's uh of office here and i was like office slash podcast studio and he was like no other pod and i was like how how did you know that like that's see listen yeah 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 big sporting fan and so uh, now, now you got to be careful because you know your coworkers are listening to everything you say here oh yeah god forget god forbid uh he'd become my supervisor one of these days and he's like <laughs> you're uh you're pretty inappropriate you're the guy who talks <laughs> about poop all the time on your podcast hey why wouldn't you why wouldn't you talk you're about the guy it? who got kidnapped and almost pooped yourself almost oh you did that's true see i tried to i tried to make it better for you than it was <laughs> it's getting hot in here it's getting real hot let's uh let's let's shift we we've all been waiting and we've had mm. rumors and people trying to send us tips and reddit leaks and everything else about the sporting casey 2021 primary jersey and we've all been doing our investigative journalism looking at graphics and backgrounds on websites and social media and trying to see what are they hinting at what's changing there's the argyle hat and shirt that was launched and people were like oh my god it's going to be argyle they, and people sporting, getting way too worked up that the jersey hasn't been released yet <laughs> people people were people, people are, are not mad. patient yeah uh, sporting's tweeting out these photos where they're like teasing you but nothing really is is shown although shout out to us they put up a, 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 a picture where I was like, I see hoops. I see hoops in this photo. And we called them out and they tried to be like, is it hoops or is it the jerseys just sitting on a poster? And that's yeah, part get of the, the hell poster. out of here. Get the hell out. <laughs> Jimmy knew. Jimmy, you, you can't tell. Jimmy's a hoop guy, all right? If he sees hoops, it's goddamn hoops. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out it was hoops. And we had heard that there was going to be some sort of uh, potential cool collaboration um, with, with Children's Mercy and or the Victory Project. And uh, that's that's what it ended up being. There is no new sponsor this year uh, in a traditional sense. Uh, it is a partnership with the Victory Project. Um, and and they're, they're launching this whole new uh, campaign. 
which is pretty cool. Um, which is a lot cooler than I than I ever thought it could be. Yeah, it's 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 called a force for good. Is is their new community campaign, um, and and it's really cool because there's there's multiple components of this, which is obviously the main uh, mission of the Victory Project, which is you know, helping kids fighting cancer on a daily basis. Then there's Sporting Wishes, which is a, a program of the Victory Project, uh, which is fulfilling wishes for children who relapse or are diagnosed with a secondary cancer, and and so this will be. Uh, you know, basically granting wishes like the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, there is another program called Soccer for All Kids, which is the Victory Project will make the sport of soccer more accessible to children with limited financial resources, including working with partners, nonprofits, schools, and other entities to bring soccer programs to kids who have not had these opportunities before, which is very wow. cool. You memorized uh, all this? Uh, yep, all off the top of my head. I'm not reading anything. <laughs> And then uh, the last tenant, uh, which launched as part of the pandemic sporting community kitchen uh, launched in April 2020 and so far has distributed more than 30,000 free meals to KC residents affected by the pandemic. And it says the initiative will now return in a new format for 2021 as sporting provides meals for children and families in need. You know what so. they've done? They have eliminated your right to dislike this jersey. If you dislike this jersey, <laughs> you hate the children. I'm sorry, you hate children with cancer? Is that what you're saying? Think about it. You oh, you don't want to you don't want to help them? Hmm. So you better like this jersey. You better buy this jersey. They're they're smart sons of bitches. I know what they're doing. I'm onto them and I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. This this marks the first time in MLS history that a charitable charitable foundation appears on the front of a team's full-time season or full season jerseys, which is cool. Pretty cool, and man. A portion of all SKC kit sales in 2021 will be donated to the Victory Project. Yep. I'm into so. it. And last year's kit gets updated with the the front on yep. there, uh, Victory Project. So yep. it just makes it that much cooler. You got Children's Mercy on the sleeve. You got Compass Minerals on the other sleeve. It's super cool, man. There's no MLS patch that I've seen on the rendering no. so far. Zero MLS patch. So I'm just like, that's awesome. Because didn't last year they were able to have two sleeve sponsors, right? The, but we only uh, had the one. I think we only had compass minerals and then i think it was the mls patch on the other shoulder so now it's children's mercy in place of the mls patch which maybe the sporting did to mls what they're doing to all of us they, they went to don garber and they're like non what do you like more your patch or helping kids with cancer yeah they did yep don <laughs> well, excuse me mr garber are you saying that we shouldn't help the kids is that what you're saying? Okay, we'll let them know that Commissioner Garber said so. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's cool. I and look, obviously the design of the shirt. It's it's the the primary jersey, which is the lighter color, sporting blue. We all expected it, although it seems like half the teams in the league nowadays are wearing sporting blue or some derivative of it because everybody is now getting a light blue. And then uh, it's got the four horizontal navy blue hoops across the front, with of course the Victory Project logo. I think this is a very sharp looking jersey. I'm um, no fan. my my immediate reactions. I'm gonna tell you, mm -hmm. I was indifferent. This was before even reading that it it, it helped the Victory Project. This was yeah. before seeing high resolution photos and like authentic cut of it. I just kind of saw the regular reveal. Yeah. Um, but then these high resolution photos came out, and then I read more about their initiative and their their purpose and everything, and I was like. Oh my God, you're, you're really pulling me in. When yeah. can I get it? And uh, yesterday, 
Yeah, you can get it now. It's available now online uh, or at the Budweiser Brew House. If you were to go down there, you can order it and pick it up yeah, there. I got people tweeting at me wanting me to get it and ship it to Texas, I believe, or uh, maybe he's in Colorado. I don't know. But I was like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> order it on MLSsoccer.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's more expensive there, I think. Is it really? I don't know, man. I think it might be. That'd be I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But it, it was it was a really cool like reveal video that they did on Twitter. And, you know, it wasn't very long. Jake Reed spoke, then Peter spoke, and then they played like minute long reveal video. And I think it, it was a little different because it didn't show players coming out in the new shirt. It, it showed kids, which was cool because clearly what they wanted to do was to put the emphasis not on players and not on the new not shirt. The they children. wanted the emphasis to be on the kids, on but the that's victory where you project. Lost me. I was like, okay, I'm going to take this jersey. I'm going to sexify it. I'm going to make it look good because these kids are not filling it out with their sexy chests and biceps. Okay. Let's let's, okay. I'm going to get it and I'm, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to walk that one back a little bit. I want to start Don't talking about sexy chests of no, not children of me, <laughs> of me. Damn it. Did I say something different? No, I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> I did not say anything about sexy kids. Okay. That's, that's strange. Yep. But what part of the issue, walk I think, <laughs> Jesus, just covering all of our bases. Bases um, are covered. That's weird. I part of the issue is, and this happens with with the kids' jerseys every year. Is the design is slightly different on on kids' jerseys. The basic idea is still the same, but if you look at the shirt as it was revealed in the video, and now of course there were the leaks that came from Reddit a few hours before the actual reveal. But if you look at the shirt as it's first shown in the reveal video in its totality the spacing of the lines seems slightly different. And also the bottom of the shirt just ends with a dark blue stripe, but the actual shirt, at least the authentic version, there's additional sporting blue spacing beneath the bottom uh, Navy uh, hoop. And the, the spacing just seems a little bit more uh, uh, consistent. So I don't know. I just, once these, these high res photos came out and you can go on sportingkc.com and they've built a whole like, interactive page where you can see some of these high-res photos with players some with children in them and and you see it with the light blue sporting blue shorts uh it's it's a good look it's a real good look um, yeah yes it is but like dude if you didn't see all that first and you just saw a kid's jersey i i, I mean it kind of i don't know it took it out of it for me right uh, yeah i can get that you can and, see where and i was coming from well and i think people this is where people almost set themselves up for failure. Everybody reads so much into every little thing that when there was a hat, a sporting blue hat with navy blue argyle on it on mlssoccer.com, people saw that and they immediately took it as to mean there's always a hat that matches with the jersey. So that means we're getting argyle on the front of our jersey. So when there was no argyle, people are like, what the hell? But we were never promised argyle on the front of the jersey. They're very right. selective with when and how they prominently feature argyle because they don't want it to to be overused yeah so true it's it's and we just had like black argyle a few years back you know not it's been pretty well, recent right i mean we had the all black jersey and it had the argyle on like the bottom left it wasn't yeah. it wasn't big it wasn't prominent and that's sort of what they've been doing is they've been doing little nods to the argyle because it's still on this jersey and on the back collar there's the little argyle skc uh one of these days we're gonna get a big argyle across the front again it's gonna happen it sure. just can't be every year yeah so 
I don't know. Twitter man. gets big time mad sometimes. I'll tell you what, man. If anything, dude, pandemic has taught me so much patience to where I'm just like, oh, our, our jersey hasn't come out yet. I mean, it, okay, it's coming. I mean, we'll yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I really, I really, really do like this shirt. Um, Is it insane that soccer jerseys change every year? I mean, like, <laughs> do do all all sports don't do that? Oh no, that's a soccer thing, and, and it's yeah. because the money that Nike and Adidas and Umbro and and all of them can make. Well, year because over year. don't get me wrong, you can wear these soccer shirts as shirts. You can wear them out to a restaurant. I mean, it looks presentable. If I if you show up somewhere in a Chiefs jersey, I mean, and you're a grown man, it is strange. Yeah. Uh, you know, you keep that in the house, right? It's not a, <laughs> if it's not a Chiefs game you're attending. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. But you see people out and about, uh, you know, big oversized basketball jersey. If you're not currently playing basketball in that jersey, which I don't know why you would. That's like a hundred and some dollars. Right. <laughs> so it's a little different. But it's soccer just crazy, shirts, man. Yeah, they're they're more of like a fashion statement, if you yeah, will, whether right or wrong. But um, with jeans, it's it's solid. I what what someone pointed out uh, on Twitter. Who was it? Uh, God, I'm I'm blanking on who exactly it was, and and cool. I apologize for that. Um, Justin Zimmerman, I believe it was. Um, here it is. Yeah, he said I like more of the design. So he he was he felt a little underwhelmed by the by the the shirt, and he wasn't alone. There were some people uh, that that felt. You a little hate children, Justin. <laughs> Sorry. And what what he said was I like more of the designs on the wall behind the players than the kit we got. Um, which that's so if you look at like the photo series of the players there there are a lot of really cool designs on the wall behind the players and one of the ideas he had which i actually think is a cool idea and i think maybe they might do it in the future as a nod to like the old rainbow wave kind of jerseys charlie brown kind of looking jerseys is is do a take on that jersey just with updated navy and sporting blue uh, or, or do like a vertical argyle pattern or something these were a couple of the ideas he had which i think are cool and i wouldn't be surprised if they did that in the future uh, but it's, I don't know, man, I still, like I said, I'm a fan of this Jersey and I will be getting it. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. I, I still got to get last year's for God's sakes. Yeah. I think I did end up getting it. Like I was at the very first game because that was the only home game of the year. And you I got think it I, like, that game. I think I last minute got it as I was leaving for some reason. I was like, eh, maybe I'll just get it. What, like, you think you got the jersey? You're not even sure? No, I have the jersey. I'm oh. trying to remember if I got it at that game or if I ended up ordering it later. In the, but I'm pretty sure it was like I was leaving the game and I was like, it was almost like an impulse buy last minute. Where I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to buy it. And then that was like the only game I ended up being at all year because of COVID. Gotcha. <laughs> so, I, I do not have it. So, yeah. Well, I it might actually be better because now you can get it with Victory Project on the front. Instead That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh it's kind of cool. Um, you're going to be supporting kids with cancer when my money went to investment bankers. That's true. Good job. So. <laughs> Terrible. Um, and as much as I want to help kids with cancer, I'm not going to buy the same jersey again, just with a different sponsor on the front. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it's like I said, I'm a fan. It's not a plain shirt, and we're seeing a lot of plain shirts. I don't think Sporting's ever going to do just a plain blue shirt. So. I enjoy it. It's one of, I don't know if it's necessarily the best shirt this year that's been released or not. I don't remember what they all look like. I would certainly say it's up there. We'll see. Yeah. So it, it grew on me real fast, man. 
So let's see here. We're, uh, we're, we're moving on into the preseason. Uh, we're, we have preseason rosters released. We have a preseason schedule released. There's going to be preseason games that have been played by this time next week, which is crazy. Uh, we're, uh, we're looking at uh, the first game is on Saturday, March 13th against Phoenix Rising FC. So our next pod, we'll be able to talk about at least a box score Whoa. because we, uh, we won't be able to watch it as far as we know maybe but, hopefully uh, some goals that's cool some highlights maybe but yeah this is our last podcast of the year where we can't talk about some form of sporting kc soccer on the field which is kind of cool it's very uh, neat but as happens in every sport when you enter into the preseason and you're getting close to the regular season uh bookies start putting out their odds to say hey this is where we think teams are going to finish or, or, or the odds for what how we think they're going to do for the and, whole uh, year for the whole year yeah, yeah exactly cool. like who's going to be the champion like I, you know do you take a lot of stock in these do you really care is it just kind of fun to look at or do you think it's stupid i put more stock in it for something like nfl than i do mm. mls just because good point mls is such a weird sport number one yeah, look at columbus crew man they can be the best freaking team you know well, and, and number two, I don't think bookies pay much attention to MLS. I think it, mm. you tend to see the same teams basically year in, year out at the top where I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's actually a thing. Um, you know, like if you look at, so this is from BetMGM. Um, they have LAFC as, as the betting favorites at plus 500 to win MLS Cup, which means plus 500 it's you bet a hundred dollars to win five hundred dollars whatever that's fine lafc they're gonna be good i don't know if they're the favorites necessarily but i'm not gonna argue it seattle number two plus 800 columbus number three they're pretty good plus 900 they have nycfc the fourth favorite at plus a thousand and i don't know that nycfc got that much better to jump from fifth place in the east to be in the fourth favorite in the entire league yeah, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to their offseason, but uh, that seems pretty pretty questionable. Philly and Toronto are tied at fifth, and then Sporting KC at seventh, plus 1,600, which means if you bet $100 right now through BetMGM on Sporting Kansas City to win MLS Cup, and Sporting Kansas City does win MLS Cup, you would win $1,600. Uh, hmm. So... We don't bet on MLS guys. We are not advising you to do that. That's never uh, bet on MLS. Ridiculous. You know, no one thought we'd win it in 2013. Like it's just crazy things happen. It's just, it's a weird, I don't know. It's um, we sort of mentioned in, in podcasts past that we don't necessarily trust the depth of this team yet. And that's not to say that we can't grow to trust them, but it, but the depth is largely unproven in a lot of ways, especially on the front line. So we, at least I had said previously, and I think you agreed, this seems like a fifth, sixth place team in the West, maybe if we played out an entire season, which would put us probably down closer to like the 10th, 11th spot in, uh, in, in MLS. So I don't know. I, I just think the bookies are maybe overvaluing SKC a little bit. And it's weird. Like Portland is way down below or not way down. There are a few spots down below us. Minnesota's pretty far down. Uh, I just, it seems like they just kind of don't really follow the league as much and don't know who the actual favorites are. They just kind of put the big clubs at the top and hope they're right. So yeah, I don't know. 
Sounds about right. I wouldn't bet. I've never bet on MLS. Have you ever bet on any sports game? Dude, I've no, I'm not much of a gambler myself, but uh, I don't know. I'm not really, I'm not against it, but I'm like, I don't want to bet money I don't have, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I've only done it twice and it was like 20 bucks each time, just mm. kind of for fun. One time was in Vegas. Uh, a number of years ago, Alex Smith was still the quarterback for for the Chiefs, and and they were in the playoffs. And I did what's called a parlay. I put money on both the Packers and the Chiefs, and they both had to win in order for uh, for for me to win my bet. And it was when like the Packers threw a hail mary touchdown on the last play of the game, and it was all great, and I was feeling great. And then Andy Reid did something with clock management, and the Chiefs ended up losing. So I lost that bet. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Reid did his old Andy Reid thing. Yeah. This was pre-Patrick Mahomes. The only other time is I bet on the NCAA basketball tournament. And I actually won. I, oh. I won. I put like 20 bucks on it. I won like 10 bucks, put that money immediately back on another game and lost it. So, <laughs> Fun stuff. Yeah, it's not, I'm not really history. into it. So uh, it is interesting that, hey, they have us in the top 10. Uh, it's pretty generous, you know? Yeah we'll see we'll see it's it's interesting but um you know we'll, we'll get a better idea you know we, we don't really know what the front line is going to look like specifically at least behind Polito russell and probably Kyrie shelton uh we'll start knowing maybe on saturday a little bit more is wilson harris going to step up his, oh, yeah. his so who, who's going to step up in that left swing how's daniel shallow going to look is he going to fight for that left wing spot who knows so yeah. how's gianluca buzio going to be used we still don't know. So we'll, we'll get some answers starting on Saturday. Uh, are you going to, if you want to follow along at SKC match day on Twitter for live updates of all preseason scrimmages, they said, um, you can follow here, along there. Whoever's running the SKC match day, <laughs> you better get those fingers moving fast. Okay. I want to know every other pass. I want to know who's making a run. You better send tweets to my phone and, and max out my notifications. There you go. You, do you have, That's you have notifications on for the sporting accounts? Yes. That's why I have to put my phone on or I have to uh, turn my watch on sleep mode when I'm at the games. Cause I'm like, I don't need to hear all that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm seeing it. Or um, even if I'm watching at home, I'll, I'll absolutely turn my phone over. You know, I don't want to see anything early because of like yeah. a delay or whatever. Yeah. Especially with there's streaming. been times oh my god there's been times and i'll see like we got scored on and i'll just be like ah shit just just wait for it honey tell my wife here it comes <laughs> yeah i uh i can generally do a pretty good job avoiding it for for skc games but i'm in a group chat with some friends from college where we're talking about like usc football and whatnot and they're uh we're always yeah, talking during the games huh a little cap Kappa Sigma, broing out. <laughs> I was not in a you fraternity. You and your bros no. from, from the collage. No, but um, uh, it, it is a lot of marching band people because I was in marching oh, band. So yes. Uh, but we we uh, we talk about um, talk about the games and the same sort of thing happens. Like I'll see a notification from somebody when it's like a big third down play or something like that, and I'm like, okay, well I know something here happens. Yeah. So, it sucks. So it's like not, but I don't want to know it. The the worst the worst is when you see a message come through and all it just says is something like, ah, shit. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't know what's about to happen, but I know it's not good. Yeah. How, how pissed at me would you have been if I was like, dude, Evan Peters is on WandaVision today. <laughs> <laughs> see, wouldn't have been good. You've, you've done, I know I'm a little bit more picky with spoilers than, wow. than some people, but, yes. but you, you've, you're, you've gotten pretty good at, at 
Oh, I'm telling because I've listened to navigate. <laughs> My pickiness will spoilers. Because all I said one time was like, oh, dude, Mandalorian was so sad. And you're like, dude, I don't want to know anything. And I'm like, all I did was say it was sad. And you're like, that's a spoiler. So I finally just deduced to saying, hey, there was an episode today. <laughs> tell me, tell me when you've funny. seen it and yeah. we'll chat. Yeah, you'll be like, I've watched it. And I'll be like, okay, I'll let you know. Yeah. I watch it on like lunch. You're lucky to watch it before the day ends, you know? Yeah, I usually watch it at the end of the day. It's not just me, though. My, my brother, Eddie, same way. He doesn't want to know anything oh, about okay. anything. So well, I text sometimes, so I'll get yeah. to know I can mess with him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he takes it even more seriously than I do, I would oh, say. Oh, my. When so, he's not flooding the bathroom, right? He's not flooding his bathroom with his bidet. HelloToshi.com slash no other. Maybe it was, maybe he used too much toilet paper and he's like, now I don't have to use toilet paper. That's right. Exactly. So, uh, no, but I'm excited for the preseason to start. Yeah, man. We're going to be good, dude. We got everyone's down there except for, uh, what in there one player that sta- stayed behind Brooks Thompson. I think so. And, and, and Nicholas Ismat Mir and the new center he's back hasn't yet. yet arrived, but he should be able to arrive soon. And then he's going to have to quarantine for seven days and he will join the team in Arizona and and so yeah but you know this is we're gonna see our first look at players like remy walter and we're gonna see some of these new homegrowns you know grayson barber and 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 whatnot ozzy cisneros and grayson barber uh, man good head of hair wilson harris so he runs it just flows (laughs) so this is it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see I'm, i'm really curious to see the types of things that Peter tests out in, in the preseason. Cause he's kind of yeah. said, this is our chance to see who can do what. Uh, they were just doing a bunch of volleys from the top of the box for God's sakes. I don't know if you saw that video volleys. On and half- social? Yeah. Just blasting it. Daniel Shally blasted one. I, I was like, he's back. He's back, <laughs> baby. <laughs> they, they are doing like a, uh, a series a preseason spotlight for each player. They're just kind of going through on sportingkc.com and and they have some quotes and some numbers and all that stuff uh it's interesting remy walter he said himself he goes i like to play the six or the eight in the midfield i like to go box to box and i think i'm a player who organizes the game i'm a technical player not too physical but i can give my french touch and my technical touch uh you'll play whatever position peter wants you to play remy (laughs) don't come here making demands (laughs) no but it actually it that sounded to me actually basically like the six we need like that, yeah. you know, just somebody who who is the person pulling the sp- strings from the midfield and, and who can, uh, you know, complete those technical passes and and do what we need to do. We don't need a, especially if Rogers on the field, we don't need a destroyer of a six. So it's okay mm-hmm. if, if he's not too physical. You know, we're not out there oh, calling for Diego Char getting red cards every other game. He but, said French touch. I was just thinking like fondue and bruschetta and ratatouille <laughs> and a- anything with eggplant, you know. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a french thing i feel like eggplant goes in a I lot of french things I, I don't i don't eat a lot of french food do you eat a lot of eggplant i don't eat any eggplant you don't eat eggplant i don't think i've ever oh tried eggplant. oh my god i'm having it tonight dude you just bread it put it in the oven a little bit put some marinara on there with some mushrooms i know mm. eggplant parma is something Parmigiana. that people like yeah yeah and you know, i just i don't think i've ever tried it so huh. at is least it because it looks like a dick <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with that no you're just like no i hate the emoji hate the hate the food <laughs> no i just i don't know why it's like it's texture is kind of weird like it's kind of soft isn't it yeah i mean yeah it's kind of spongy i guess but it's so yeah good it's for just you. not it's not my not my thing there you are other vegetables peel it if like you more. want it's great i don't know 
I'm a big broccoli guy. I'll eat broccoli. Well, you're American, so you're probably a big cheese guy too. Cauliflower. <laughs> I do like cheese. But green <laughs> Americans beans. are like Americans are like, let's put this melted cheese on pineapple. Uh, well, I do love melted cheese. Not on pineapple, but you know, I did. I made a-, a I made a tropical fruit uh crumble thing the other day and Marissa's like, mm, this brought me back. My grandma used to make something like this, but she put cheese on it. And I was like, huh? That's a thing. So I've never done this. I like cheese almost as much as the next person, but I've never done this because it's always weird to me. But apparently people like it is putting a slice of cheddar cheese on an apple pie. Oh like that's God. a thing people do. And it's apparently I mean, something people like. I'm not against it. I mean, I'll veganize it and try it out, but that's it's, it sounds a little, <laughs> sounds a little different. Yeah, no. Just ruining apple pie. Only thing that should go on there is whipped cream or ice cream. That's what I always thought too. A little yeah. cinnamon, something, but you know. Sure. Maybe even some pumpkin pie spice, man. Now you're getting right. crazy. Some nutmeg, but but uh, cheese, apparently. People put yeah, cheese on right. apple pie. You're just ruining it. My so. dog's barking. Shut up. <laughs> but no, I, I, I think that it'll be interesting to see how Remy Walter slides in there and how he competes with, yeah. uh, with, with Ilié. French uh, touch, baby. If we could think of a French touch chant, I'm all about it. <laughs> put pen draw, to pad, work on it. Figure out a way to say, draw me like one of your French girls in a chant. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's the only French reference that I could think of outside of Ratatouille. Um, I don't know. But but the other one, they just they also recently put up, or I think Tuesday morning, put up the, the spotlight of, of Roberto Puncech. And that's an exciting one. He's he's almost like the wild card for me this year. Really? Because it's I know a lot of people are concerned about the defense. We even had a question. Uh, from Sean Curry, and, and he asked us, he goes, why are you not worried about the defense? And he put up some stats. Sporting's opponents scored an average of 29.2 goals for the season. Sporting didn't play teams like Seattle, Portland, or LAFC, who scored 44, 46, and 47 goals, uh, respectively. And Sporting gave up three goals in each playoff game. Uh, then he said Reed and Beasley left. The defense is a much bigger issue than the offense. So I get that concern. Well, I'm not a statistician, but that doesn't sound great. <laughs> well, I have I, I I have some stats that I could we could. Was this to you? He responded to you and asked about this. No, this was to the pod. Well, um, to the pod, but you were probably on it as. I, I have some stats are. that I, I think might quell some fears of that a little bit, but quell, quell. Uh, but Punchech, he's the one who I I do think it's sort of like, can he take the next step? Can he be a consistent, you know, high quality starter? At center back and, and I think he can uh and, and here's a quote from Tim Melia um this was at the end of last year uh he said he's great and I think he's grown in quality every game he's getting more comfortable his presence on the field is great his communication we're all just getting to know one another he's been very impressive and we're happy to have him here so that's high praise from somebody like Tim and high praise. It's, it's been an off season although it's tim been... doesn't say anything negative about anything so <laughs> well there's there's been a full off season now that he's been here there's there's he's got a year under his belt even though it was a weird year i think he might be able to take the next step and and so we'll see uh the reason why and sean's right we didn't play seattle portland or lafc and and that is reason for a concern the reason i'm not as worried about the defense as i am the offense is because one we've talked about this before there was like virtually no consistency on the back line throughout Mm. last year so if we can have any sort of consistency that's going to be in and of itself basically an instant improvement along the back line 
uh, you know, we're probably going to go into the season with some sort of indication of, is it Amadou Dia or Luis Martins at left back? We're not going to be doing this like back and forth thing, hopefully. Yeah. And true. then the two starting center backs are probably Isim Atmirin and Punchec. Probably. Uh, and, and last year he said Beasler and Reed left as, as though it's a negative and I'm not trying to poo poo on either one of them, but Beasler played less than half the games we had last year. And, and Winston Reed played less than half the games we had last year. It was, and then Graham Smith filled in the rest of it. It was really true. A patchwork center back line back there. The one who was there was Roberto Punchec, who started all but one game in MLS league play at center back. Yeah. You'd like so, to think he's going to be that, that, that mainstay back there, man. And, and for Melia to give him high praise. But like I said, do, do you think Melia, like maybe he tries some, some food and he's like, mm, like you can't say a bad thing about anything. So <laughs> well, he's just Amelia, like, well, it's not my favorite, but you know, it tries hard, you know? He got a little frustrated at the end of the season last year. And, and, and yeah. I want to be clear, Sean's right. We didn't play some of the most high octane offenses in the West. But if you look at goals allowed, Sporting KC allowed 25 goals last year. There was only two teams in the West that allowed fewer goals than Sporting KC. One was the Seattle Sounders, who we know they're one of the best teams in the league. They allowed 23. And then the other one was FC Dallas, 24. Uh, Sporting KC's goal differential was plus 13. There was only one team in the West that had a better goal differential than Sporting KC last year. It was the Seattle Sounders. Again, we know Seattle is very good. League-wide, there are only five teams out of the entire league that allowed fewer goals than Sporting KC. Seattle and FC Dallas, like I said, and then Philadelphia, the Columbus Crew, and Nashville SC. Nashville's a weird one, but um, yeah, totes. I mean, out basically every other team we've mentioned were MLS Cup competing teams. So I don't think the sky is falling with the defense. I think if we get consistency there, it's good. I just with Hurtado leaving, with Jerso leaving, with Shadowy and a funk, that's why the offense is still a little bit of a concern for me. Mm-hmm. so I feel but we'll you. see and I also think that having a steady midfield will be able to impact um, impact the, the defense quite a lot too if Remy Walter can get back there and be a solid number six or if Ilya can can continue to, to improve his game and, and we have more consistency in the midfield that'll inherently impact the defense as well absolutely so, we'll see but uh, appreciate the question uh, let's see here let's go through a couple other questions here uh, Connor Bateman says, who do you think wears the captain's armband to start the season? He's guessing Russell or Polito. Polito probably. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, he was wearing Polito. it a little bit last year, right? Uh, Russell wore it once last year. I think Polito wore it a couple of times last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think it's not going to be Buzio and it's nothing against Buzio, but I'd just... love it to be Roger, but you know, he's not, I don't see him playing every single game, but if, game a, game if anyone on that team is a captain, it's Roger, dude, and he can speak all the languages on there that, that people need to understand, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I think at this point, it's probably Russell, who's almost the elder statesman of the, the starting 11 outside of Melia, basically, yeah. um, or Polito. It could be Zussi if Zussi gets healthy and gets back into the lineup, but... Bro, I start, dude, you know, in FIFA, when you're creating your ultimate team and it's like, what nationality is this person? What language do they speak? And boom, they got chemistry because they're the same. I just start thinking like, dude, Amadou Dia and Remy have that French chemistry. Okay. Roger Espinosa, Spanish with Alan Polito to the front line. Those lines are green, bro. The ultimate team lines are green. That's good chemistry, right? 
I don't, but I don't think it, I mean, nah, don't yeah. shut me down. This is a pretty good analogy. Don't shut it down. Well, no, I was going to say, I don't think the, the chemistry lines in FIFA work by uh, language that they speak. It's, it's well, country this is that they come from. It's MLS. No one plays MLS teams <laughs> on FIFA. It's different. It's the expansion pack, but uh, I'm right. You're wrong. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> um let's see here we got a question from young stanko oh uh, damn says, is that a icp fan that's <laughs> says good or bad idea to get a buzio kit knowing that he may be gone sometime this season great idea and I'd why not good idea isn't one of those things you could be like i knew him when you know if what you, i mean like yeah if you're a fan dude. of buzio get a kit absolutely so it's uh it's kind of cool um this is an interesting question from Will Chain. Uh, says, a favorite non-sporting player you've gotten to see play live? Oh, I, I started to like uh, Nemanja Nikolic a little bit just because I was living in Chicago and would actually see him on the street. So I was like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. I, I can't go talk to him, though, because his English isn't <laughs> that great. But uh, I was like, I'll learn some Hungarian for you, bro. I'd have to say Nemanja, don't you think? I, I don't know. Zlatan was cool too, man. I saw Zlatan live in LA on his first, like his first debut game. I mean, it's cool to see someone of of that quality like Zlatan, though he's kind of a not the best person. We shut him down when I was at the SKC game. He he was done. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. I mean, it was cool to see Landon Donovan in his return, although he silenced the cauldron pretty hardcore. Big time. Um, that was cool. As an Everton fan, it was fun to see Tim uh, Howard play hmm. just because of the history of Tim Howard with Everton. And then non Emma, well, we saw him in MLS too, but when we went to see uh, Bayern and AC Milan play, uh, uh, yeah. it, it was cool to see a guy like Alfonso Davies who came from MLS and then had worked his way into the starting 11 with Bayern Munich and now is basically one of the best outside backs in the world that was cool just to see uh you know robert moeller and Lewandowski, and that was just Although Lewandowski didn't play that game no he, he did not play but he but, was at the stadium yeah robert moeller yeah. did though and i Mueller just, played yeah that was that was a cool time yeah, and you, by robert moeller you mean thomas moeller thomas moeller who's robert moeller <laughs> who the hell is the uh the the uh special investigator that was looking <laughs> to donald trump he is. He is. Oh my lord, that is funny. Yeah, I don't know Holy if he plays God. soccer. Maybe he does. I don't the think he plays for Bayern Munich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even embarrassed. That that came off my tongue way too easily. That's funny. Yeah, you said it, and I was like, I don't think that. Am I going crazy? Or <laughs> I have the goddamn jersey. Doesn't they don't put his first name on the jersey? You're a Bayern fan. Yeah, you've you've heard the word Muller too many times over the last four years. So. Oh, probably so. <laughs> um, but no, that was that was a fun one too. So. Even seeing guys like Kimmich play, like you're like these are high quality guys. Yeah, um, it's I don't know, it's it's kind of cool. So Jimmy uh, Conrad gave me a free Bayern jersey like right after that <laughs> game. It was crazy. Um, yeah, so good good question. Um, and there's, we have a couple other questions, but we're we're getting close to running a little long, and and you know we'll we'll get back to you guys uh, later next year. Not next year, next week <laughs> if we if we need to. I'm all sorts of thrown off now. There's just a couple other things I want to get to. We talked a bit last week about Buzio switching numbers. I just wanted to throw this quote out here. I, th- I think it's a good one. I wanted to get your take on it. 
uh, Buzio said, I think the first two years I've been playing, it was just more me of me being a young guy and getting on the field and scoring a goal every once in a while. With those years of experience for me already, I want to step up this year and really put the team on my back. I want to score a lot of goals and get assists. I guess that's what number 10s usually do. I've been working on my attacking a lot more. And like I said, the number 10 has to be scoring goals and getting assists. So it feels big for me this offseason to focus on that final pass or that last goal. That's cool. But now I want to ask, like, is this is this cocky? to say this kind of stuff. I mean, it's, it's a confidence thing and I'm like, cool, I'm here for it. But I'm also kind of like, so do it, man. Like do it. Let's let's, I'd love to see it. But when you say put your, put the team on your back, I don't see that that's what a team needs. Like a soccer on the soccer field, the team does not go on a single player's back. I could see Patrick Mahomes putting the team on his back and doing extraordinary things, but right. Can Busio really put the team on his back? No disrespect to him. That's great confidence coming from a young player. Well, so I think one, it's good to have that confidence. And, and you're right. You got to deliver on the field now, but we, we got to give him a chance to do it. Yeah. And it's two, like, let's relax. Peter might not even put you in the game. <laughs> we don't know. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But, but number two, what I would say, I guess, is you're right. Game in, game out, unless you're Lionel Messi. There, there's not typically a player who like carries the entire club. But what I will say, I feel like sporting's been missing. And we had it some with Alan Polito, though he was hurt last year. And he, too, has said this week, 2020 was kind of disappointing for him. He missed some games. He got hurt. When he was on the field, it was good. But he was like, this, this, that was a disappointing year. And I, it motivates me to be better this year, which is exciting, too. True. Um, but prior to Alan Polito, sporting didn't really have a guy who, if things were going wrong, could sort of take over a game. Really, I would guess the last guy who kind of sort of was like that was like 2015 Benny Failhaber because he could get just pissed and be like, like what he did actually in the game uh, when, what was his name? Luis Marine, that Chilean goalkeeper. It was Mm -hmm. the game that got him fired. Basically, we were down and and because Benny just basically took over the game, we ended up drawing with Houston 4-4 because Benny was just like scoring goals from almost midfield and just doing stupid stuff. Or even that one game of Benny's where it totally looked like a cross, but just happened to float into the back of the net. Right. So really, since then, I would argue, Johnny occasionally, but in his first year, but not even really since then, there hasn't been a guy when sporting has needed an offensive spark just kind of takes the team and is like, okay, we're going to do something. So I think if Buzio can take that step, if Polito can take that step, if Gotti Kinda can show that he's that guy, that frees up more space for Johnny Russell. Sporting now have a few guys who could be that sort of offensive spark. That's fine. We don't need one spark. Let's have multiple sparks. Yeah. Works for me. So we'll see. Uh, that's about all I got for sport. Oh, well, this is tangentially sporting related. So you know how we've been saying we need a, a left wing, right? I've been saying yeah. we need a left wing, middle wing. Uh, back in January, there were reports that Sporting KC had made an offer for a winger from AS Monaco, the French team, named Samuel Granzer. Uh, he's 24. He's a winger. He scored a, a, a number of goals and has made a bunch of appearances in Europe. Uh, he turned down Sporting's offer supposedly because he wanted to stay in Europe. Guess who the LA Galaxy have apparently just signed? That makes sense. Samuel Granzer, the Imagine winger that. from AS Monaco. Turns out Los Angeles is not in Europe. 
Turns out he didn't want to stay in Europe. He just didn't want to come to Kansas City. Tell me if you heard if you heard that song before. Yeah, it's it's a bummer because for one reason or another, this is something that is going to continuously be a challenge for sporting. God KC. damn it. Now I'm pissed, dude. Now I just want to <laughs> dude. Don't you just want to beat the galaxy so bad and be like, look what you're missing out on. You went with them. They're gross. We are so sexy and great. You yeah. just lost by us by three goals. All right. You could be here <laughs> or you could be there not making the playoffs. Enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah. Do you even keep up with them? They haven't even been good in the past few years. Do you even pay attention? Go back to Europe. I'm pissed yeah. off. Pissed off! Well, um, he's going to have a lot of opportunity to play because he's a winger and uh, the Galaxy are going to need a winger because their former star, Christian Pavon, as of earlier in the day on Tuesday, has been charged with rape in an Argentinian court. So yep. Typical, typical LA Galaxy player. <laughs> well, let's hope Sorry. not. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just generalizing over here. Let's let's I, hope. Yeah, I just, but um, it, it's just, I didn't mean to throw that no, thing throw in there. it out there uh, let him play all he wants and then he'll see like oh wait the grass isn't greener over here because there's no room to have grass because there's too many damn buildings yeah i um i don't know it's just it's a bummer that like like peter said if you can get them here to kansas city to visit to see the the facilities and whatnot you can usually close the deal it's just oh my god he must hate children he must love <laughs> childhood cancer. I'm going to go to LA Galaxy, start selling Herbalife because I hate children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Herbalife. We're talking Jersey sponsors. All yeah. right. I, uh, it's just, it is a bummer. And, uh, you know, not that I wish him any, you know, lack of success or what. I do. I do <laughs> wish that. But it's just it's it's frustrating that this this has happened. So hopefully we can find another winger who will fit us better. But we'll see. Um, the only other things that I wanted to mention, sort of from a league wide perspective, is did you see this kind of news from right after our uh, recording last week about Ike Parra and his prospects for playing for Minnesota this year? It's not great, right? No, uh, Adrian Heath. Um, he said, this was the quote, it's, it's, it's a strange situation. I don't want to speculate too much unfairly because that wouldn't be fair to Ike, but um, Adrian Heath, the Minnesota coach said, Ike was feeling particularly good at the time, but at the moment he's not feeling particularly good. This is him speaking after he had previously said he thought Ike might be able to come back. Uh, we're taking the situation week to week to see where we are and how he is. At the end of the day, we're governed by how he feels. This is not something we can talk to him about and tell him that he has to work through the pain. He has a situation only he can tell us how he feels. We're obviously guided by that. So they're not even disclosing anything. No, Sheesh. and that's and that's so why it's like, not what we thought it was with his wife. Maybe that was part of it, but it's also it something else. Be. Maybe, yeah. It's t- wow. I mean it it doesn't it doesn't sound like it's a physical injury necessarily, and who knows what it could be. I, I mean, we all love Ike, mm. even though maybe he's not it's faith based. Maybe he's losing his religion. Losing my religion. I know Ike's not a, a sporting player anymore, but I think you'd be hard pressed to find a sporting fan who doesn't still love Ike. Yeah. Uh, so got his picture right here. I'm looking at it. Yeah. So obviously we all wish Ike Opar the best and whatever he's going through. Hopefully he can get through it okay and come back and play because yeah, we we'd all like to play see him. So we can smash your team. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we want you to come back. No, but yes. yeah, it's just it's a bummer because he, he. I mean, this is a year and a half. It's going to be you know if he doesn't play this year where something's going on so 
hopefully it's all it's all good for him but um the last story i wanted to touch on uh mls is launching a formal review of inter miami signing of blaze matweedy i don't know if you saw this that is uh that is quite looney tune name that is (laughs) that is strange but I mean, he's he's a, a French World Cup winner who they signed from Juventus. Uh, I mean, he's one of the biggest names in international soccer. Okay. And it was interesting when he came over last year, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's not going to be a designated player. He's just going to be a guy." And you're like, "Hmm, that doesn't smell right. That doesn't track. Feels like that's what." And now, granted, the Galaxy did that with Zlatan. Sure. So this isn't new. So it's kind of like, well, why are you looking into Miami if you're not going to look into the obvious cheats that? the galaxy are committing but uh they the the league said major league soccer has begun a formal review of inter miami's signing of midfielder blaze matweedy specifically investigating whether the signing of the player complied with mls's salary budget and roster guidelines mls will not make further comment until the completion of its investigation but that's uh that's a pretty big oopsie it's pretty if big oopsie deals yeah. a year into existence beckham's club has already run afoul of the league no, you better get better get your man, Posh Spice. <laughs> <laughs> now, Beckham's probably thinking, well, you literally created a rule to bring me to this league back in 2007 or whatever it was. Right. Uh, He's like, wait, wait, I just, I thought this is how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I can just do what I want. And you what just make hell? up rules, right? It just, it worked when I was here. What the hell? <laughs> he's, he's literally the reason that the designated player exists. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's interesting to see how MLS. I'm not trying to defend Miami because if they did something wrong, they no, should you know don't do that. Face the consequences. Exactly. But it is interesting how MLS seems to selectively apply rules to certain teams and not others. That is interesting. So, I don't hmm. know. We'll see. But keep uh, an eye on that. Yeah, we'll we'll let you know what happens. I don't know what any potential punishments could be. I can't imagine it's going to be anything more than forfeiting draft picks or a fine or allocation money or something. But yeah, no kidding. But, uh, but that's that's what I got for this week. You got it, uh, man. anything else? Nah, dude. We are approaching that hour mark. Time to time to wrap it up. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us this week. Like we said, next week we'll be able to talk Sporting KC preseason soccer Woo! that actually occurred on the field. That's important. So we'll be back at you next week with that. But uh, in the meantime, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod, or shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. And don't forget to buy your Hello Tushy bidet. Go to HelloTushy.com. Get on it, Elaine. No other. We're, we're looking at you, Elena. We're looking at you. Elena, so, uh, I fucked up. <laughs> now sorry. she's not going to buy one because you got her name wrong. I'll try again. So uh, anyway, thank you guys so much. We'll be back at you next week. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. If you don't get the jersey, you hate children. I don't make the rules. You